Facebook confirmed plans to start its own digital currency. They're calling it Libra. Now, the social media giant plans to create technology to allow it to be used for transactions on its platforms as soon as next year. Now, the company is spinning the move as a plus for the estimated nearly 2 billion people around the world who uh, use uh, Facebook and, and maybe don't I know, have a bank account or uh, access to uh, mobile uh, funds. Libra will enable users to pay for goods or transfer money online across borders without high exchange or transaction fees. But is this a good news from Facebook and good news for Facebook users? Let's ask personal finance expert Rabina Ahmed Hawk. She's on the line and joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Rabina, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. Nice to talk with you as always. Uh, just first off, uh, what was your reaction to this news from uh, Facebook? And uh, what are they, do you think, uh, Rabina, what are they trying to achieve here? Well, they're trying to get on to this. I mean, we're headed towards now, probably in the next 10 to 20 years, where most of us will be using a type of cryptocurrency to make our transactions. I mean, more and more, we're moving away from these centralized systems where we have a bank and we have bills and we we use those to exchange, you know, exchange money for goods and services. Um, we're a global economy now. We want to be able to, you know, you see the commercials all the time. You want to be able to do uh, business with someone in Italy, but the money is stalled. So how do you get that person going if you can't get money to them? Facebook is really trying to capitalize on this. And they are a tech company. So it just makes sense for a big tech company with 2.4 billion users uh, to try to create a system where people can buy and sell things using their cryptocurrency called Libra. My reaction to this is I'm not surprised. I mean, Facebook has been avant-garde when it comes to everything. Um, they were the first to, first in the social media scene. They were first to create the messenger system. I mean, they've been really the first when it comes to many technologies that we are now so used to using. So this is not – I'm actually surprised it took them this long because people do buy things quite often off those Facebook ads, and this is just going to make it easier for people to make those purchases. So you truly believe that this is the wave of the future, what uh, Facebook and others are doing, and do you think this is just uh, one step towards uh, maybe eventually one day a a one-world currency? Absolutely. I mean, cryptocurrency, it's not just about, you know, me being able to buy a lunch in the afternoon or being able to buy a car. It's being able to really uh, to do business with people all across the world. It's being able to track where that money is coming from. It's being able to see my money in real time as I do that service arrive into my bank account and to do it with very low fees. I mean, one of the biggest uh, criticisms of the banking system has been is that they take such high fees, whether it's for your mortgage or your credit card or any transaction. I mean, God forbid you go to the wrong bank machine. All of a sudden you're paying six or seven dollars in transaction fees just to get your money out of the bank. And so this is really speaks to all those people who no longer want to be uh, beholden to come big banks you know, charging them these high fees. And outside of that, it's going to just make it easier for us to be part of the global world. I mean, we no longer just do business in Canada. We no longer carry cash around. Most of us just use our credit card. I won't be surprised if, you know, if Facebook can get 2.4 billion billion people using their cryptocurrency, whether this could be the cryptocurrency of the future, maybe a, a new version of it. Usually the first version is not what sticks around, but this could be what we're using 20 years from now. And we might be saying, how did we not know that this was the way we would be doing business with each other? So over the next few years, do you sense that there's going to be a, a battle, a battle of the cryptocurrencies? Like is uh, Libra going to be taking on Bitcoin? Are we going to, uh, you know, just uh, survival of the fittest, I guess, who survives? Yeah, I mean, like 
any technology, you know, like when uh, we first, uh, when we were young, there was beta and there was VCR and all, there's all these different examples of the way that uh, different technologies have emerged as being the strongest, BlackBerry and uh, iPhones. There's, there's so many examples that you can use. So it, whether it's Bitcoin or Libra or uh, the other number of different ones that are out there, there's many that are even just localized to Canada. Um, that's not really, I think, what people are looking forward to. What they're looking forward to is being able to actually use uh, cryptocurrency technology to do business with uh, people anywhere and to do it instantly. And there, a lot of people are saying this is the solution for lifting many countries out of poverty because all of a sudden I can hire somebody in a country where maybe it would be too expensive for me to send money to do work that they're really good at and pay them in real time and they can use that money and do whatever they need to to take care of their family. So this might be the solution for you know regular people who have small businesses being able to employ people all across the world and helping them get lifted out of poverty. Is uh, Libra, Bitcoin, whoever it is, when it comes to cryptocurrency, is their biggest challenge trust? Because it uh, seems to me that that's what you need from uh, from customers, uh, from people. When uh, I mean, I have a trust in the you know Bank of Canada in uh, Canadian uh, money in the in the loony uh, in the toonie. I'm paid in Canadian uh, dollars. I'm not so sure I would trust or be comfortable with getting paid, say, in Bitcoin. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, there was a time where people paid each other in gold coins, and then one day someone decided that that was just too cumbersome, that we should, you know, have paper that represents a a certain amount of gold, and people started trusting that piece of paper. I mean, really, what's the five, ten, fifty, twenty dollars? Really, it's just a piece of paper, and we just trust that we can exchange it for things as we go about our day. So it's the same thing. I mean, as the currency, as people, more and more people start using cryptocurrency, as more and more people start getting wealthy with cryptocurrency and are able to make big purchases like homes or cars and more businesses start accepting it, it will just become the currency of choice. And then people will start using it in their everyday lives. And whatever currency emerges on top or whether we have a number of them, I think we would have a number of them. I can't see them being one global currency, but if they are all cryptocurrencies, they're able to talk to each other and let us know, you know, where it came from, when it was exchanged into maybe a different type of cryptocurrency um, and how much you have in your account in real time. Uh, So just like, you know, of hundreds of years ago when there was a change made uh, to the kind of money that we use today, it's the same thing. I mean, it's just a, a, a time where society will just get there eventually and trust that that's where their money is and that has value. What role will a government's play in this, do you think, uh, Rabina? Because as we're sitting here talking about this, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, the government of Canada. They, of course, want their piece of the pie when it comes to, uh, you know, the GST, sales tax, income tax. And all of a sudden, if you're paying people and people are paying for goods and services with a cryptocurrency instead of uh, Canadian uh, dollars, can that be tracked? Can it be taxed? Well, I think it can be tracked and definitely it can be taxed. I mean, it might be that the Bank of Canada or central banks around the world play a less and less important role. I mean, we won't have things like, you know, interest rate uh, announcements affect the way that our currency uh, our currency operates. It may be that we no longer have to deal with, uh, you know, brick-and-mortar banks. We might just be dealing with everything online. Uh, but definitely the Bank of Canada, their job is to make sure that the money supply remains uh, healthy in the country and that people are able to get loans when they need them and people are not borrowing beyond their limits and they're keeping interest rates in check and inflation is in check. So the Bank of Canada definitely will play a role, whether whether we turn to cryptocurrency um, in the next 5 or 10 or 15 years, uh, but maybe they won't be as in charge of um, what the value of the currency is and be able to 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 um, to 
to change that by raising interest rates or cutting interest rates. Yeah, so 10, 15 years from now, let's say I go to the bank, I'm uh, traveling, I'm going to uh, the UK, I can either get my money in Canadian dollars and spend it there in British pounds, or or maybe uh, my bank will be able to provide me with uh, Libra or or Bitcoin to to travel with, or, or I won't even need them because it'll just be on my phone. I think if you, 15 years from now, when we arrive in a country and if you have paper money, uh, whether it's a pound or a dollar or a rupee, people are going to think you're quaint and think you're really old school. That's my <laughs> personal opinion, that they're just going to think, oh, you still do that. It's like, you know, people who still pay with cash at Tim Hortons. We're like, oh, my gosh, just pay with your pay pass. What's wrong with you? Yeah. We don't want to wait for you to get your coins out. Yeah. It's the same kind of, I mean, who would have thought 10 years ago that we would have private cars driving us around and that we would just say, you know, Uber would be a verb. Are you Ubering it there today? You know, who who would have thought these things? And so I think it's the same. We just need to get there. I think society just needs to get there. And when we do, um, this is just going to be better for everybody. Got to ask, ask you, sorry, just finally, with a Facebook announcing their own digital currency, Libra, there's been a lot of concerns over the last couple of years, as you well know, Rabita, when it comes to Facebook and people's privacy. Is this going to be another way for Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg to, to track you, your whereabouts, and, and what you're spending your money on? Yes, I definitely think that if you know if they control the currency and they control the stuff that's being sold and they also have private information on you, that that is not. I mean, that's just too much of a monopoly on everything. There's already talk that Facebook needs to be broken up. I mean, doesn't need to go back to just being a social media tech company or a tech company. Um, you know, it can't be a bank and a store and a social media company. It can't be all of those things because then you own everything and you can control the economy, and that's not good for good, you know, that's not good economics for anybody. I mean, no one can really compete if there's a huge company that has 2.4 billion people's data and they know exactly what they want and how to sell them. How does someone like me discover a new product and actually get it to market? Um, so I think that, the, that eventually the big giants like Amazon and Facebook are going to be asked to break up and become their own entities because we just can't survive in a world where companies are this big and have that much data. I mean, if, they, if Libra wants to be a bank, it has to be separate from Facebook. All right. Covered a lot of ground there. Really appreciate the update, uh, Rubina. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff.